Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one of a kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hi, I'm Mel. And I'm Trish. And this is the Don't Give a 50 podcast. Let's make getting old the new gold, as oh, you say. I like that. I like that one too. That was mine. I think that was mine. Hi, 50 ishers. It's Mel and Trish. Welcome to this week's episode of Don't Give a 50, a podcast for midlife women who dare to be awesome and don't give a 50 like us. Big love to everybody who is commenting on our posts and rating and reviewing our episodes. Thanks, we really Rates. appreciate you taking the time. I know out. we whack on about it, but thank you. <laughs> we do. Or bang on, as I like to say, banging on. on. But we appreciate you taking the time out of your busy lives to support us and it really does make a difference. So we've received another message on Instagram from Michelle Sweeting in regards to our episodes with mother-daughter dynamos behind fashion label Motto Fashions, Faye Brown and Lauren French. And she wrote, love the chat with these two smart, creative ladies, plus love the women's wear they produce. Keep up the chat, girls. It's so nice to hear women supporting women, which it is. And they were just beautiful, those yeah, two. lovely. Such a lovely mother-daughter dynamic. Too. Yeah, it's yeah. beautiful. Absolutely, yeah. And very, very smart, switched-on girls. So this week we are bringing you another instalment of our new series, or fairly, fairly new series, The Extraordinary in the Ordinary. And today we're chatting to two very extraordinary women who make up the many tens of thousands of women who work frontline within our emergency services. Mm. And aren't they great? Yeah, that was so interesting. And, you know, once again... Oh, why do you want us on? What are we going to talk about? Mm. We're not interesting, but so interesting. And once they sat down and got chatting, they it's were... such a different life. Do you yeah, know what I mean? it is, like, yeah. You know. And their normal is not As normal said, for everyone. As I said, you know, we often say, come on, we're not saving lives, let's not get stressed, but they are literally saving lives. They are. Every mm. single day they turn up to work. So we spoke to Kirsty Holmes, who is a senior firefighter with the Queensland Fire and Emergency Services. Well, actually services. they don't because they get four days on, four days off, so they're not every <laughs> single day turning up to work. <laughs> But when they do turn up to work, I get what you said. Though. Exactly. Sorry, Sorry rude. It's all right. It's all right. She's to it. So we got Kirsty and we've got Linda Dow, and she is a critical care paramedic with the Queensland Ambulance Service. So Kirsty Holmes. Yeah, I've said Kirsty Holmes. Oh, did you? Yeah, yeah, I did. Yeah, yeah, I did. Shut. <laughs> Stop your rot. So start listening and <laughs> shut your trap. <laughs> so a fiery and an ambo. Yeah, as nice. We, as we say, we should have got a policewoman too. Yeah, well, we haven't had a chat to the copper. Yeah, so we should. We could have a copper, a fiery, and an ambo. Yeah, yeah. But anyway, they might have got a little bit too. Yeah. No what? <laughs> yeah, busy. I don't know. Who yeah, knows? But who anyway. Knows. These two extraordinary women who view themselves as anything but oh, what about were fantastic. I know. She was an underachiever. I know. Like, I know. I'm an underachiever. We got all of that. There we're was stand. a lot of pushback. Once again, women, we're so hard on ourselves. We are. And I did get a lot of pushback trying to get the girls into the studio. Well, I'm they so are friends of mine. And I'm sure you will be too. Yeah. So here is Kirsty and Linda. Hey, girls. Welcome to Don't Give a 50. Hi, Mel. 
Hi, Mel. And Trish. <laughs> and Trish. <laughs> I have to tell our 50ish tribe that I have oh, I have that Linda and Kirsty. Yep, Linda and Kirsty are here under duress because I basically pulled the we've been friends for years and years card, so you need to do this for me. <laughs> so sorry, not sorry about that, girls, because <laughs> I know that you two don't think you are extraordinary, but we beg to differ. Thank you for yeah. coming in. No worries. I'm I'm only here because Linda said she'd come. <laughs> I'll do it if you do it. <laughs> Kirsty did say this morning, can you call in sick? <laughs> no, you can't do that. You can't do that to friends. You've got to be brave, girls. You are brave in your job, so you've got to be brave and come in here and sit in the studio. And it's easy because we're just chatting, right? That's right. all we're doing. Okay. okay. So we think that you two are awesome. And I want to start with you, Kirsty. So you're a senior firefighter with the Queensland Fire and Emergency Services. So can you tell our 50-ish tribe how how you came to join the Fireys. Before Kirsty mm-hmm. answers that, I'll mm-hmm. just let you know a fun fact. She actually is a firefighter with my brother. I know that. I was just sharing it with our audience, don't I? Oh, somebody you, out there you're looking at me. <laughs> That's what you do when you have an F50 in conversation with someone. You can see, oh this has got off to a great start. Great girls. start. <laughs> co-hosts are already bickering. What can go wrong? Anyway, for those of you out there, yeah. Unlike Melinda, who already knows. Jim, he's my favourite fireman. Oh, he's everyone's bloody favourite. Yeah. I'm not surprised. <laughs> even but in the family, us. babe, even in the family. <laughs> so sure. was joining the fiery something that you always wanted to do? No, I was... What did you want to be when you grew up? I mm. still don't know. But yeah, not alone. <laughs> 20 years ago, I've been in this job 20 years now, I can't believe it. But 20 years ago, I was competing and I was also... I ran a swim school. I was married at the time, and so that was... were you an iron woman back then? Oh, is that what yeah, they that's it? what is you that want to call like it. The yeah. Uncle Toby's and Nutrigrain yeah. series was. Yeah, that was back then. Bloody clever and fit that stuff. Oh, mm. If only I could be half as that fit fit now. But look fit, yeah, you look fit. <laughs> On the fit spectrum, I think you'd be higher up the fit end than I am. Oh, and the majority of we'll most, yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, so. It was all coming to an end. I was coming to the end of my career, but I was also coming to the end of running a swim school because mm-hmm. I was getting a divorce. <laughs> and and I was, I'm like, what am I going to do? Oh, and my God. I just had a flashback. Oh. And I have told this story before <laughs> that when I went to Sydney and did the Tony Robbins yes, course, we you bumped were there. into you at King's Cross and we <laughs> were meant to go back and get all of yes. our bloody goals grounded. And one of my goals was to follow through on my goals mm. and, and you, we met at dinner and, and was we it. went to King's Cross and didn't Sorry. get grounded. Did we go to a strip club or something? Oh, well, I just remember being in King's Cross we somewhere, but after yep. dinner we didn't go back and get yep. okay, our goals us. anchored. Anchored's the word. I was about oh, to say. God. But we had a fun what, time. What's anchored? Sweet. How do you get anchored with oh, look, Tony Robbins? It's Tony Robbins talking oh, about. Like, yeah. That will just take a long time. We oh, don't know because okay. we missed that class. I forget. <laughs> you I forget. Well, you didn't go, did you? No. So you wouldn't know. We, we, we did didn't walk across the hot coals and that eventually. Yeah, we got there. Okay. All right. So you two are bonded through pain. I forgot about that. All right. So 20 years ago you were competing... You were getting a divorce. You were you had a, you were running a swim school, and what happened? I was just at a crossroads, and I'm like, "What am I going to do?" One of my friends, my brother brother-in-law's best friend, was a fiery, and I thought I came from a life-saving background, and it was a community job, and I thought I'll just do this until I work out what, <laughs> what I want to do with my life. Yeah, yeah, and that was 20 years ago. So. Isn't it interesting? It's once again one of those parallel careers, like so many skills that you did with the life-saving in the pool come yeah. into play very, in the firing. Very, very good point. Truth. I do have some. Don't look surprised, babe. <laughs> I'm like, babe. I've got to just stop that. Stop I've got this real kind of babe doll thing. I think I picked it up from the kids, like the girls at uni. She keeps they calling think me they're babe. they're funny babe. and I keep doing it like, I quite like being but called But I babe. wonder if I just sound Makes like me feel a bit of a really knob. young. Yeah, but yeah. does it, does, anyway, just, does it make me sound like a knob trying no. to sound but, young? But was I'm there, really just doing it to take the piss. Anyway, Did your on. brother-in-law's best friend sell it somehow? Was there something <clears> that he said about the job that really appealed or was it mostly like just a four fact? days on, four days off? It was you had pretty much four it. Days off. <laughs> you had me at four days off and, <laughs> and lots of flexibility. Yeah, and it, that did appeal to me. But, yeah, once I got into it, I... Yeah, I can't say that I haven't enjoyed it. Like I'm still here, obviously, 20 years later, and mm. it has afforded me a great lifestyle. And, yeah, of course, the job comes with some 
hardships, but most of the time it's pretty it's good. Oh, it's working it's in a team. I'm work, I work with your brother for so many years and yeah. it's like your second family. So Yeah, yeah. and yeah. I see yeah. that that camaraderie ship. Yeah. Is that the right word? Camaraderie. Yeah. Yeah, camaraderie. But, yeah, it's, it's fun, it's banter, and I guess mm. that's something that's derived from in those really tough times. Yeah. And I've seen that brother of mine who's six foot four, larrikin, yeah. but as soft as they come as well, as mm. naughty as they come, mischievous, mm. cheeky. Mm. but as soft as they come. And some of those tragic events, I've seen them just rock him mm. to the core. So mm. I can imagine when you're all going through those really hard moments, that's a bond that's really forged quite strongly. But then there's also the downtime in the fire station when all the shenanigans happen, mm. which yeah. is another well, We can talk bond. about that later, the shenanigans. There's the a lot of, station. yeah, don't. You tell a fireman, you tell the whole service sort of thing. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> we had all of my nieces, which are some of Vim's girls, in recently and we were telling the Barbara story. Does that come from the fire station? Do you know Barbara. about the Barbara story? No. Uh, no. Okay, one of the shifts when they're talking and it comes from someone and I don't know who, but anyway, there's now the Barbara and you've got to say Barbara and if you get Barbara, it means you can't tell the rest of your story because it's a boring story. <laughs> and you get one Barbara day. I might need to use Yeah, it's good. Very fun to use on, on my brother when he's telling a story. Yeah. You're going to use it on us. Yeah. Oh, you <laughs> use it on the other person. Yeah. Oh, I, thought, I just say oh, on, on yourself. Oh, my Barbara. Anyway. Tapping out. Sorry. <laughs> you, your brother, he goes to tell his stories about his days in, in France with oh, his football yes. and they Glory just go, is this, a, is this a story about France? Shut up. Yeah. <laughs> or Barbara. That's when you'd pull out a Barbara, yeah. wouldn't you? Oh, my gosh. Keep that up your sleeve, Barbara. Yes. What? Just Barbara him. Yeah, it okay. means he has to stop his story immediately mm, and good. he knows the rules. Good tip. So how about you, Linda? Was it a similar story for you? So what led you into – so sorry for everybody, Linda is a paramedic, an intensive care paramedic. So what was happening in your life at the Front time that you responders. decided – Yeah, I was teaching at a TAFE college and running an outdoor rec program for instructors and we tried to get uh, a first aid person that specialised in outdoor rec. It was really hard. So – Managed to find paramedics that were like the guys that worked on the chopper and they'd come out and do the training for it. But it just got harder and harder. And then they advertised for volunteer paramedics or volunteer ambulance officers back then. Oh. Yeah, which was crazy. It's really random, isn't it? Yeah, it's really random. Because you need training. Yeah. But it's an old, that was 20-something years ago. So it was back in the day when that's where you'd transition to then becoming a paramedic. Right. Essentially, you'd volunteer first and then like a bit of an... Yeah, because they didn't have uni. loophole. Yeah. So I used to turn mm. up and we had a ball. Like mm. I was working at the TAFE college teaching and it was such hard work. Like oh, I'm yeah. doing all the admin and the planning and all yeah. the rest of it. And yeah. like the students. Oh, yeah. And then I went and I'd go out for the day with these guys and we'd meet up with another crew from another station and someone would play guitar for a couple of hours and we we just hang out and have fun. I started to wonder why I'm working so hard at the TAFE doing, you know, 70 hours, 70, 80 hours a week and oh, these yeah. guys are just having a ball. Yeah. And back in those days... We didn't... When is this? So how many years have you been a paramedic? Oh, 21, I think. Okay. Yeah. Yep. All right. So this was quite a while ago and it was yep. on the Sunshine Coast. So mm-hmm. we used to have a, yeah, just fun. And it was fun. Like it was, you know, the, you know all the guys on the coast, essentially yeah. guys and girls on the coast and... Yeah, we just. Okay, once again, it's that kind of when (laughs) things are tough, they're tough. Mm. But when they're not, it's that same sort of bond, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. And I think, too, doing it that way, the volunteer way, there was really no. But I also got exposed to jobs that you never know how you're going to react. Yeah. So it's actually a nice, easy way to introduce because it was those jobs were fine with, they sat fine with me. Not to say you're not upset by them, but it's more, you can still function in that sort of stressful period. So that was really helpful for me. And then they they had jobs come up, and I went, I'm out. Tafe. Yes. So it was. So did you do all your training on the job or did you have to go to university? Then it was at on the job. Yeah. So that was like a diploma. Yeah. They they put you through the diploma, which was good to me, good for me because I loved uni. So I got to study on their time. Yeah. I quite enjoyed that. And then went back and did the masters. I know. I I remember that. And we'll get to that. We'll get to when you did the masters. That's for your intensive care. Yeah, it's now yeah. called critical care. Okay. Paramedic. Oh, criti- critical care. I, I don't care. Right. I, I still say <laughs> intensive care as well, but yeah. Okay. 
But so I think I've created my own. I think the role. volunteer thing would be really good because it gives you insight into the job, like you said. So mm. some of the stuff that you're confronting and what yeah. both of you as in your roles as first responders, like it's not normal. What you, mm. So in that voluntary role, I guess that some people that would go, yeah, this appeals to me, try it and go, actually, no. No, yeah. mm. no the, I can't handle this. Yeah. I get too upset. Yeah. I, I'd, I would be a basket case, 100%. Yeah, I think but it's not always – there's all different jobs for different people that might be confronted by different things. So, and if yep. you're never going to you're never going to know for sure what is going to trigger you and what isn't. Yeah, I'm pretty lucky that there's not much mm. that really triggers me. Yep. But certainly people with young kids and mm. some of the things that they see, that's super confronting. And it's not to say they can't cope. It just might be that they have to work through that. Yeah, I and mean, perhaps talk to someone. Yeah, talk yeah. to each other and yeah. the guys, you guys are the same. Yeah, and I noticed mm. with when I talk about Bim and one particular accident that I think rocked him the most and there was a couple of girls in it that were the same ages as his yeah. daughters and that really rocked him mm. to the core. So I get what you're saying. It's like your circumstance, your situation. Mm, relatability. Yeah, exactly. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. But it's funny, like surgeons can cut into people and nurses mm. and whatnot. Yeah. And just some people just aren't cut out for that. Yeah. yeah, me being one of them. Like me. Like yeah. when I moved out to the remote. Or I remote. I was certainly much more resilient to yeah. calm stuff than I was back then. I actually <laughs> think that it's the anticipation. I know you say that I couldn't do that. Right. But I honestly believe that we can all have that self-doubt. Like we can be driving to a job and I go, oh, this is going to be a big job or there's complex maths required. Or Yeah, okay. And as soon as you're in the job, you're in the moment. You like just you, get it. Oh, you're present. You... Hang on. You just said complex. Maths, didn't you? <laughs> yeah, no. I say that. I mean, it's not necessarily complex. Not maths, for you. I know how smart you are. Oh, <laughs> stop it. Yeah, no, the I anticipation. Think, sorry. Yeah, the yeah. anticipation. And I think it's mm. like with most things. The anticipation is always worse than the actual experience. There's never mm, been yes. a job I've been to where I couldn't cope. And I'm not mm. saying that because I'm exceptional. Yeah. No, absolutely not. It's just that I think every single person that might have a bit of self doubt going somewhere yeah. in anticipation of what happens in the future is, in some respects, a little bit normal. Yeah. Mm. But once you're there, you're present and you can move through it. You just go into professional mode as well. Yeah, Yeah, you're somewhat detached from the emotional side of it because you've got a job to do and you're focused on your tasks as as your job. So you're not part of it. You're you're there to help it. Yeah, Yeah. exactly. You're not personally involved. It's just a... Yeah, mm. a job. Tell me about the the training, Kirsty. What did it involve for you as a fiery? Yeah, well, similar to what they do now. My brother's actually just got in the job, and he's just Saw been that through. On yeah, oh, awesome. he's sixteen weeks in Brisbane at the training academy. But to get there, you've got to jump through all the hoops. Is he at the academy now? He's finished. He's okay. on shift. Um, yeah. So there's a psychometric. There's a fitness test. There's various other tests. Oh, my knee's I think, hurting just listening to that. <laughs> I've just had my PRP injection, so my knee. <laughs> Can I get one of them before I go skiing? Yes, that's exactly what you need. So just various hoops to jump through and it is, it's quite, I know a lot of people have tried a few times to get in and they've finally got in. But So physically demanding and it, mentally demanding as well. So yeah, is I there mean, written, there's written? Yeah, written and English maths. You've got to have finished grade 12, I think, and then, yeah, just just yeah there's a, an interview process and yeah i think it's quite a long process it's a, it was a 12 month process for them to for zane to get to where he got was it the then, same as you though yeah it pretty took 12 similar. months the uh, yeah. recruitment process was 12 months and then it was 16 weeks full time of training yeah at the academy and then you're on shift you're still on probation when you're on shift for 3 months yeah and then you're fine. So when so do they do they prepare you to the extent that when you get out online, I don't know if that you call it online, but online I you're ready. I, I, you say, felt, I don't oh. think they call it that, but anyway. Yeah, and that's a flight attendant so term. Yeah, sorry. Yeah, you come out of like training school and you've gone online. On your oh, socials. Oh yeah. <laughs> Into the workforce. Yes. It's a very on shift. On compre- shift. On shift. Okay, yeah. so you come out on, on shift. On the floor. Nailed it. On, on the, the floor. floor. Okay. Yep. And so do you feel that your training was adequate enough that it prepared yeah. you and you were good to go? Absolutely, yeah. Okay. There's the training academy down, it's QCs or it's in the Port of Brisbane. The paramedics are down there doing various things, aren't you? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And <laughs> Some of them are. <laughs> yeah, it's, there's a, a live fire academy where they have real, or not, they have fake houses with real fire. And, yeah, Amazing, you go through. That's, yeah. 
Yeah. So they get you as close to the scenario, yeah. or crazy mm. scenario. You couldn't. Yeah. Not You'd need it though, face wouldn't it. you? Yeah. Gotcha. You would need it. It's yeah. It's really well done. Your brother's down there doing tr- the training. Yeah. Training the recruits, he which is so good. He's a faci- facilitator. He is. Yes. <laughs> he makes it fun for everyone down there. Yeah. Oh, it, yeah. it is military style down there, and it is a little bit military, military based. style and him in the same sense. <laughs> it doesn't match, but yeah, it's different meaning. They have yeah. to be like that. Oxymoron. Discipline yeah. down there. So yeah. was there any? Was there any? time during the training where you thought, oh, I don't know if I'm cut out for this? Not really. I, I had confidence in my physical ability. I was training. I was an elite athlete at the time. And yeah, yeah I, that wasn't the part that I was worried about. Yeah. But yeah, at the, at the time I didn't really know how long I was going to be in the job and, and all of that. But I going through that training I, at no stage that I think, oh, I don't think this is for me, but I also thought I'll probably only be in it for a few years anyway. Yeah. <laughs> and, Famous last thought. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah, currently Queensland Fire and Rescue, are, they're calling it uplift, uplifting. They're putting another 400 people on top of what they need wow. to get the numbers up because, yeah, we've Is got that a, because of global warming? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, pretty much. So the earth is going to be on fire? Yeah. Well, look at Europe, mm. right? There's, there's a lot of retirees. There's a lot okay. of, yeah, yeah right. there's mm. a lot of population because growth. Because that's the yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. such a physical job that <clears> you possibly can't be in it for as long as you would have liked to because... Yeah. Off our knees, dolls. Oh, we wouldn't be able to do it. <laughs> Tough climbing that ladder today, eh, girl. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it, we're it holding is. a hose too, babe. <laughs> like. <laughs> exactly. It, it's just, it's like a, Zane even just said that the, there's less and less big fires because of the systems that are in place now with the yeah. alarm systems and everything. Right. So there's way less physical. Yep. Attributes to the job, I'd say, yeah, okay. but you still need to be ready and yeah. to go whenever. Yeah, because you know? we don't know. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. Our summers are very. It, rough, and though. what amazes me as well with the fireys and stuff, it's all the the swift water training. Yeah. Oh yeah. So many different aspects. Yeah, yeah. Maroochydore Station's a tech rescue station, which means we go to all the rescues. Yeah, so like yeah. mountain rescue. Swift water, yeah. mm. urban search and rescue. So a lot of our guys went over to Christchurch. Christchurch. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah, I remember wow. that. Yeah. That's extraordinary. But when we turn up at a job, yeah. I'll turn up at a job with Linda. <laughs> Linda's the boss of the whole job. I go, oh. Dowie, what do you need? <laughs> <laughs> Linda, the power you wield. Oh, the power I, you wield. I actually didn't know that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so now you'll be able to start wielding some power now oh, that you know. I just thought the fireys were so lovely and helpful. Yeah. <laughs> So on that, is there any kind of rivalry between the fireys, the ambos, the police, any kind of? No, I don't. Not that I you're mean, speaking of now not when you've got the other boss in the room. No, I don't think so. There probably is. No. Just mutual respect. So the oh, fire- you two <laughs> went dead silent. Was, was that an awkward pause? That was an awkward pause. Tell her. The only thing I was going to say is mm. one of the officers that puts the siren on at night. Your paramedics. Yeah. 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 That upsets. We don't like Because they're, they're, <laughs> they're in, a, in the, the, the station are very close to each other, so they'd be able to hear the sirens in your case, isn't it? Yeah. And yeah. the fireys don't really the sirens going on at night. Oh, because they <laughs> wakes them up from their sleep. Maybe. Yeah. If we're already so not at I the job. So I think that awkward yeah, yeah. pause and yeah. that little story means at times there may be some stuff. It's, yeah. it's, <laughs> it's, it's, it's only around night shifts. Okay. All right. <laughs> right. right. Yeah. I want to go back to you, Linda, and can you please tell us about your training? So what did that involve? Back then it was a diploma yeah, so how long so, did it take? How long was your training? I think it was supposed to take three years, but you could get through it pretty quick if you could be bothered. If you're a brainiac. Yeah, if you're oh, a you brainiac. You didn't have to be. Yeah. No. So you, did you have to pass certain modules or yeah, how was did. it structured in those days? So there was a written component to it that yeah. was just you'd send in the handwritten yeah. <laughs> yeah. responses to things. A little bit yeah, of white yeah. out, <laughs> red pen, blue <laughs> pen. Or, or could you use a typewriter? Oh, yes. Yeah. No, I don't know. Fancy. I think there was probably computers back then. Back in the old days. <laughs> in the old days. Mm. Yeah. So now they've got the degree, so you yeah. have to do a yeah undergrad. Is that before you even get? Before you. They do, as part of the degree, they'll come out for four weeks or six weeks yeah. or something on road, mm. which. Do you think that's enough? No, it's not enough. I know if I was going that's to be a paramedic, belief. I would prefer to do do it the way you did it, which yeah. is on the job training yeah. from the get go. Yeah, because I think used it's to do nurses as well. I know. You got selected, then you lived at the hospital. Yeah, I remember. Now these kids are doing the nursing degrees, the mm, paramedic yeah. degrees, and whatnot, and not mm. guaranteed a job for the industries. I guess that weeds out the ones mm. that 
don't have the potential for the long haul. Yeah, I mm. f- it feels there's a balance somewhere and I'm not sure. Yeah, yeah. Good because point. the skills we used to have, all the the drugs and skills we had 20 the years ago are had. very different. We're very different to what the skill set now, if that makes sense. Yeah, got gotcha. you. So what, what advanced care paramedics are capable of doing now, probably what critical care paramedics were capable of doing 20 years ago. Right. So as things evolve, like yep. you, there is an un, sort of a knowledge you need, I yep. think, to help support you. But I think somewhere in that there's probably a, an opportunity to have a training program for two years. Oh, sorry, on road. Yeah. With someone yep. who's keen to, yep. yeah, there's yep. a balance somewhere and I don't know what that is. I remember right. when I was doing my postgraduate study for, for teaching, yep. I remember all my learning occurred when I did my prax in the classroom yes. with my yep. mentor teacher mm-hmm. and I remember thinking I don't need any of the stuff that I'm learning no. in the classroom back at uni. What I need is more time here with you mm. in the classroom, on the ground, day to day. That's where, and, and that was a minimal part yeah. of the whole program. But I want to talk to you as well quickly about you, you upgraded your qualification to become a critical care paramedic. And can you tell us what this involved and explain the difference between a regular paramedic and what you do? So the critical care paramedic program back then was you applied for the position. So there would be a certain number of positions per region. And once you apply, it's a competitive process. There's an interview. I sent my interview in Hawaii. Oh, nice. <laughs> over the telephone. Yeah. Over the telephone. Do you remember Bob, the boat driver? Yeah. He's walked past while I'm being interviewed oh, that's by a medic. And he's got his pants down. Oh. And he's walked past the door. So I start getting the, the giggles. Oh, no. Trying to sit this in, very serious interview. Did he have with an underpant on? Did he, he, he had an underpant on. Okay, so he's underpants. Underpant on. Mm, yeah. Mm. Enough. But anyway, yeah, so the interview process and then you had a, I think there was a written exam or written assessment and you had to do a scenario as well that was filmed. And then if you got accepted, it was, they paid for a postgrad, so a diploma and you had to do that, which was full-time study while you worked on road full-time. Yeah. 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 And then, and it's a bit like you're saying, there's elements of the academic side of it that are relevant, but probably not so much. Mm. So you're trying to get that done. Yeah. And then actually do the job. Yeah. So it was pretty full on. They've changed it now, so you have to have the master or the um, grad diploma now. and then Before you apply. Before you apply. Yeah. And then you apply. So which, you've got a grad diploma and a master's. Yeah, so I went back getting mm. and got the master's in who the fuck cares. Yeah. <laughs> Don't you got us. the bit of paper, babe. You got yeah, the bit of paper. Okay. I know. I, I wave it around a lot. No, <laughs> no one knows. No one cares. I like, do. I, I care. Oh, I do. I don't know. I just remember you studying. Maybe we were studying at the same time. Right. But I don't know. But I just remember us having conversations yeah, about that. And yeah. I was way more like impressed with what you were doing. Stuff. No, no. Just because it's just hard. Yeah. Like studying's hard. Yeah. So tell us the difference though, because I know that you can handle different levels of drugs, you can administer drugs that yeah. that a regular paramedic can't. Why so, do I giggle every time you, you say, say you can you handle just... drugs? Because <laughs> that's where our brain goes. Because I'm a juvenile. Our brain goes straight back to being 13, 12. Uh, tell me. You're doing drugs at 12. <laughs> Shit, yeah. All the hardcore stuff. <laughs> yeah, we in more advanced airway, so we can intubate. So this has all changed as well over time. So as far as ACPs can now do LMAs, which is a... What's LMA? Mm. <laughs> is that a drug? Like, is that a drug? Is putting the pipes in. Incubate is mm. putting... Incubate? Is that putting no, the pipes in? in tu- tube. In tubate. Yeah, so you put a tube into the airway, which is a little mm. bit more advanced because it's a little bit more risky as far as yeah, if you get okay. the wrong hole. Yeah, <laughs> it goes a bit pear-shaped. Yes, it does go a bit pear-shaped if so, you get the wrong hole. Yeah, we can intubate... <laughs> There's some more. What guess, about those things in the movies, like when they have to the tracky? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Tracky you ever had to do that? No, I never had to do that. But on you the can. Road. But no, you train to do it. Well, and you need a knife and a bar. I've seen it. Yeah. <laughs> Is that a match? <laughs> you don't know, Sally. It's been a few movies. I think the old somebody got a knife. Quick, give me a pen or a straw. Yeah. Put a bar yeah. On. yeah. <laughs> Just make sure you get, take the take ink the out. <laughs> Yeah. Anyone got some book of it? <laughs> Alcohol, a little sharp instrument, yeah. a straw, some hot water. water. They always ask for hot I water and blankets. It. Yeah, that's still need to distract someone. That's is it? Yes. To get rid of them. Well, that's my I'll experience. It's, 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 <laughs> someone a bit, a bit in, can you just go and get the... Oh, oh and then they like feel important. When the baby comes out, yeah. Well, I, I don't know. I've never used hot, hot water, water and blankets. <laughs> I thought that was like a midwife thing. 
Don't know. Back in the olden days, yeah. there was always yeah. call for hot yeah. water and a blanket, yeah. wasn't there? When well, shock, thought, maybe. Yeah. I still wonder if it was the annoying person, though, that was sent to go and get those oh, items. Yeah, yeah I don't fair know. enough. Yeah, don't give know. them a job. Yeah, yeah. Perfect. Yeah. So you can. So tell us about what drugs that you can administer as um, well. We have... Very well, drug-focused today. It is, I know. It? I keep going yeah. back. She's obsessed. And it's interesting because I go, oh, not many. I can't think. And okay. Then, but there's different contexts where we can give a drug yep. for sedation, for example. Okay. Yeah, we can give it Got a bit more broadly, a bit more... <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so you're interested in ketamine. I'm just, it's pretty funny when yeah. the, when ketamine hits the patient. Oh, is it? Oh, is that what in what way? Just they start telling jokes. Oh, yeah, like they just say things they, d- they didn't want to be said. Yeah, wow. I remember Bim, I didn't go to this job, but he went to a job where some kid got a javelin through his chest. I remember oh. that. And he said once he got the ketamine into him, he goes, Oh my God, guys! Thank you so much. This is the best day ever. <laughs> He's got a, He's got a jav- with a javelin. Yeah. Oh, yeah, oh just my gosh! Always like hanging around for. Yeah, yeah. Linda and I know, my like son. That. He only had the kind of passage three burn on the calf from the motorbike on the farm, and he was in hospital and just had his little morphine thing. Mm. Is it the whistle? Is that morphine? Mm, What's green that? whistle. Anyway, this is great, Mum. Can we Boxing. take this home? No, yeah. darling, we can't. No. Do you are you hooked up to doctors or anything like that, or you're able to with your level of qualifications, you're able to make that decision at the time in the moment? I thought she was asking if you've hooked up with any doctors. I was like, geez, this going <laughs> It's just we're talking about yeah. drugs. We're talking about hooking up. <laughs> Tell us. Loose. Mm. So we mostly work independently. I yep. worked at the helicopter, so I did relief up here and then worked for four years in Mackay as well. So the relief, that that's always working with a doctor, except at Molokai. Molokai. Did I say Molokai? Yeah, you Mackay. did. Yeah. <laughs> Mackay. <laughs> Should we talk <laughs> so about paddling? Yeah. So also out with <laughs> the paddlers that have been to Hawaii. That's, that's so the way we're referencing that. <laughs> Much like Mel and I did back in the day. <laughs> yes. They're actually... Oh, anyway, so good. Moving on. <laughs> These two are way better. Oh, way better. oh, oh stop. Stop. Hang on a minute. You're in our team, Mel. Yeah. What are you talking about? You're in the winning <laughs> team. Stop. She's just so, stop. the compliments. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I'm down on myself at the moment, Trish. Don't you talk to my friend like that? That's one of those beige words, isn't it? You're lovely. Mum would say, he's a lovely person. My grandma would say that. Okay. So, all right, we're off drugs. We're we're not hooking up with anybody. So I want to find out what are some or do you believe there are any common misconceptions about ambos and fireys? Well, some people say that fireys all we do is like sleep Sleep? at night and play pool during the day. That's not true, Linda. (laughs) You work out. I've seen that. You've got a gym. So that would be one. Yeah. Yeah, but people think that you... People don't realise how tough it is and what... Yeah, there's a lot of stuff we do with all the skills that we've got. We've got to yeah. maintain the skills and we've... I yeah. think a lot of people don't realise as well that obviously you go to fires, but every car accident, yeah. you're there, you're the carrying car people out. Worst. And... We'd go to more car accidents than fires, for yeah. sure. Yeah, and, and that's why I often see... Some just can't be unseen, I imagine. mm yeah, it's not the funnest part of the job, but yeah, it's, yeah. it happens. But yeah, yeah. I, I do have a cool story about when I've seen Linda at a job. Mm-hmm. The chopper Ooh. job we did. Oh, yeah. That yeah. was pretty funny. I'm like, hey. <laughs> no, I, we were at a, on the mountain. Some lady had broken her ankle and we had a three and a half hour trek to get her out. And I'm like, Dowie, she was on the chopper. I knew she was on the chopper. <laughs> oh. I text her and I go. So you're trekking for three hours and you just pop in on the chopper. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Drop down a line for us, love. <laughs> yeah. No, so we didn't have to because Dowie turned up with a chopper. I'm like, hey, Dowie. Oh, so where, lovely Where you. are you with your bloody chopper? <laughs> Hurry oh, up. I love the phrasing as though. <laughs> I turned up with my yeah. Chopper. Yeah. chopper. That you were flying and you also happened to be. Yeah. yeah. That's probably a misconception. I'm getting cold skippy vibes. Like you're the yeah. cool pilot, you're yeah. on the chopper, you're yeah. all under control. Yeah, I'm doing it all, yeah. yeah. No, it, that was, it was cool watching you come down oh, the ledge. Uh-uh. We're sitting on the mountain. Yeah. We had to chop trees down to get oh, you know, in. Yeah, and saved us a four-hour trek out with this lady. Linda just winches down oh on the winch and lands. That is very cool. So Both cool. of you. Yeah. See, this yeah. is all the stuff. So, do you have a like a misconception that like the general public have a misconception about you and your role? 
as that example, I required zero skill to hang on, to just be in a harness and be lowered down. And the pilot's got thousands and thousands of hours. Yeah, and that is so yeah. skilled in what they're doing. Mm. And the crew is in the back conning the, not conning him into doing anything, but conning him to, to describe what to do in yeah. reference to everything, to plonk me yeah, in yeah. a spot. to get it. I look, mm. I mean, I looked, it was so cool because it felt, I knew everyone on the ground. Yeah. So the we fire, had our own little comms going. Yeah. We, had, we were text messaging. We've got these inter-emergency yeah. services together doing the job, but Linda and I are just, I'm okay, how far, far away are you? You're like, <laughs> we're eight minutes away. And I'm like, okay. I'm sending you yeah. photos of <laughs> official channels, yeah. your two iPhones. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's interesting. The comms is pretty poor mostly. So okay, it was actually yeah. a really good way to yeah. do it, I think. Yeah. But yeah. yeah. Private communication. But let's be clear, like the people with the skill were the pilot and the crew. You know, and these guys have had to work hard to get in there. Mm. <laughs> so you cool. Just had but the glory I just had roll. Yeah. yeah. I basically had yeah. the glory roll. Set which up is to so cool. Across the try line. Yeah. Again, yeah. you are underselling your yeah, own skills. Exactly. There, you're hanging okay. from a you're giving, helicopter. No, I'm literally doing nothing. Together. You're giving mm. credit, though, to, to Kirsty and her team and the. Yeah. No, she was the star pilot. of the show. Everyone yeah, loved fair. it. Yeah, yeah fair. I love it. No, because a few weeks later, I had to do a similar thing with these guys. To walk in. <laughs> I went, oh. this is terrible. Yeah. Where's the bloody <laughs> chopper? The well, gear. Yeah, I'm sorry, like, babe, only come in on a chopper. Yeah. And we were there before the fire. Is just, who's going to carry the gear? Yeah. <laughs> well, I've got two packs and like, I'm like, this is gosh, terrible. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I want to throw this question, this next question out to both of you. Traditionally, these were male roles like back mm. in the day. So have you seen this change over the years or how have you seen it change over the years for women? Yeah, so I think I was number 16th female in the yeah, state. Yeah, it was pretty early, wasn't yeah. it? Yeah. There were some girls already up the coast here, I think, before me, but I was pretty much the only girl for quite a while. Apparently, I thought the numbers were up around the 200, but I think there are around 150 oh, women really? in the state. So still not that many, but yeah, it's definitely obviously increased over the 20 years. But And if you want to hear some more, just hold on and we'll have a break and we'll be back. So 50s Tribe, let us tell you about one of our little favourite shopping haunts. Sweet Charlotte Studio. So they have two standalone stores on the Sunshine Coast. However, they have a really large online store. And this is important for all our 50-ishers who don't live on the sunny coast yes, and can't access. Like me. If you live remote <laughs> like me, it's very handy. The website itself is so easy to navigate and you may even recognise some of the models when you go on there. Yes, because Trish and I are on there quite a lot, which is just an absolute thrill to do that. So yeah, if you jump online, you will see us. Staff are super helpful. So if you are shopping online, you can always give them a call or reach out. Also, they have Heaps of natural fibres, linens and silks and gorgeous relaxed styles that I absolutely love. Check out their website, sweetcharlottestudio.com.au to get 10% off your first order. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, to get 20, 20, 20, to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. And Linda, what okay. about you? Male dominated. <laughs> yeah, I think we're nearly 50%. Might even be 51% Great. female. So we. I think there was one other female. I started in Brisbane, so in Deception Bay, and there was one other female at that station back then. So Wow. Yeah, the dynamic has certainly changed, yeah. which is interesting because some of our older generation still look and say, so who's driving? Yeah. <laughs> to the yeah. two yeah. female paramedics. It's like, yeah, no. Yeah. <laughs> Do you I know can. anyone? I can. Yeah. 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 Mm. Or they offer to back the car, the ambulance in for you, yeah. which okay. is a favourite. Oh, yeah. Wow. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So they're... Yeah, they're mm. slow to change their yeah. thinking yeah, on that. Yeah, yeah. But it is nice to see that kind of just the change and like that it's just mm. transformed so much. Yeah. 
You know, initially there was probably some sceptics or some pushbacks, but now it's just so accepted. Yeah, there's culturally there's been a lot of changes. I think you guys are probably the same too. Where, like, we we do have, there is a black sort of humour, like a dark humour to things that are said. And I think being a female in that male-dominated field, you you almost have to accept poor behaviour. Like, not saying we should accept poor behaviour, but culturally to be accepted by the team, there were things that went on that shouldn't have. Mm. You just, you have to be super assertive and stand up for yourself, which is generally how I would be totally open about inappropriate behaviour. And... There were times when others tried to get me to put in complaints where I said, I I can't, I've got to work in this environment. Whereas I think that culture has shifted so significantly now where I still find myself speaking up and saying, hey, we can't say that anymore. Like to to people that are still in the old sort of times of inappropriateness. It's our generation have been through that whole cycle, haven't it? Like when Mm. we were younger in the workplace and whatnot, it Mm. was just go along with whatever yeah, yeah, I think just happy to have a job, whatnot. But time. now the generation yep. behind us are going mm. absolutely no way. Yeah, that's not acceptable. That's not acceptable. That's not acceptable. So I think that absolutely. during our lifetime, that has gone from one extreme definitely. To the other. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, there are people that have lost their jobs over inappropriate things. And yeah, mm. it's funny because those environments where it's really full on, it's almost like that dark sense of humour that could keep it sane or from mm. not being Do you know the thing like, that would worry me, I think, yeah. about what you do? How many people go out at once with you, Kirsty? In a how many people are in a fire truck? Four and two there's two in another truck, two in a rescue truck. Okay, so there's six of you together. So you would and at so, an accident. Okay. So very rarely would you have six women. Oh yeah. Okay. No. But for you, mm. you would very often you would have two women. Mm. I think what I would get frightened of in your role is nighttime getting to drunks or people that are on drugs. And I know that paramedics get abused, as do police. I'm not sure about fireys. But I think that they're giggling get, because Linda has a black eye <laughs> from a surfing <laughs> accident. Surfing, yeah. So, anyway, we'll share that later, won't we, Linda? <laughs> yeah, so I think that would be one instance where I guess the presence of a male would become to someone like yeah, me yeah. at my age, at my stage of life, if I was a paramedic, like rather than two women, because men, drunk men, Men and women can mm. get very hostile mm. and very <laughs> aggressive. Yeah. I think teaching taught me well. Coming from a teaching background. Mm. I have that background. And I'm it's terrifying. I'm an age of so, a mother. Yeah. So yeah. in some respects I can be less of a threat in that yeah. environment than a young I, male that might. So he would see you more as a, like a mother figure. Yeah, okay, but what about, or, yeah, but, but when you were younger. Or were you more likely I've to be? I've always been old. <laughs> anyway, oh well, I, I don't know. Does that make sense? What yeah, I'm asking? absolutely. That, you know, I absolutely agree with what you're saying. There are dynamics within our role where two individuals make a difference at a job because yeah. of the dynamic and yeah. whatever that is, and whether it's male or good female, cop, bad cop, good cop, whatever. bad cop yeah. works a treat. Yeah, yeah and oh, my good cop is sometimes bad, worse than other people's bad cop. Mm, there is I a, do this or she's going to get cranky, you know. Yeah, yeah, there's a way you learn to just get things nudging in a direction. And I think mm. it, it comes with experience though. So yeah, yeah. often okay. yeah. you, you can get into more trouble where something's been said in a way that you know is going to end or take a lot longer to nudge it in a different direction. Because often it's we're trying to get people to go to hospital that are quite sick that if they're under the influence of drugs or alcohol or there's mental yeah. health involved, it's super challenging. Oh, yeah. And there yeah. are jobs where I've just struggled and one of the guys has stepped in and he's just yeah. changed yeah. it in a direction yeah, yeah, and I've yeah. gone, So it's just that different you. personality come, yeah. Yeah. and sometimes that's all it takes. Even energy mm. levels at the mm. time. Oh, you yeah. Know? And sometimes you might need a female to sometimes a a patient, a female Mm. patient won't feel comfortable. Yeah, or won't respond to another female either. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Certainly my question was coming more from a, I've seen, yeah, from from that safety, from being safe because we've all been out. Mm. We were all young once and we're all out and we've seen what goes on out there. How we survived, I have no idea. I don't know how we did either, but Uh, there are some aggro people out there, like big time. We don't go into jobs so if we get a – we have messages that come through on an MDT, like it, it'll tell us the details of the job. And mm. it's not uncommon for me to say there's a little bit of odd information. Do you have anything further? Yep. 
do we need to get police involved? And yeah, if yeah. they say, no, you don't need to get police involved and I still have concerns, yep. then I'll ring our CDS and say, doesn't sound right What's to me. What's CDS? Start clinical dispatch supervisor. So right. they basically, they'll oversee the jobs as they come in yep. and decide whether it needs a call mm. back, a downgrade or an upgrade, whether it's code one, code two or whatever. So, yeah, I'll often ring them and say, listen, there's something dodgy about this job. We're going to wait. We're going to stand by and wait for police to arrive. So yep. we'll get police to come with us. Mm. So right. anything yeah. that's okay. the slightest bit concerned. Okay. So if you're going to the local nightclub at three in the morning or two in the morning, yeah. one in the morning. They're like often, a... They've often got security and, okay. those, and it's a public right. place. And okay. the, the ones yeah, that are hard. catastrophizing now. I know. I'm just no. worried for our, like, yeah, our, I know. I, I would worry. The concerning ones are probably the... Houses, domestic violence. Yeah, yeah and going yeah, into yeah. And a that remote would, location. You know, yeah. dri- we've driven up a this steep driveway before, and oh, yeah, we yeah. were get out of there, and we can't turn around. And there's two people coming towards us, and we've oh. just realised we've missed the communication that we were not to go on scene until police arrived. Oh. Oh. And then we've been told police are on scene, so we kept going, and we've arrived, and there's no police. Police turned up to the wrong house, oh. two doors up, and. We've got these two people walking. Now, it turned out fine, but I was devastated because I was working with quite a young paramedic and here oh, I am like, going. You're, you're the senior. Yeah, yeah I'm the senior going, up the driveway. Mm, sorry about this. Yeah, and then sorry. we're sliding backwards down this hill that's super slippery and we're, it, there are crazy times when you go, oh, that was so uncomfortable. Yeah, we're yeah. lucky we got out of that. You're lucky yeah. you got out of that. Yeah. yeah. It's, and this is why you're both so extraordinary. So it's, But it's not normal. That's not a normal situation to have at your at work unless you do th- mm. these types of jobs. So would you say, this is my next question for both of you, is what's the most challenging part of your job, Kirsty? I'd have to say, say at a bad job, so say there was people injured or whatever and then family members turn up is not getting emotionally involved and just trying to do my job. And it hasn't happened very often, but, yeah, just... Mm. That'd be it. See, mm. I can relate to that. As a self-trained psychologist, I don't feel like I could probably give us some advice. But, but you oh, give. God knows. Okay, this is where, yeah. again, we assist these guys, the paramedics. Mm. Linda ends up with that job, mm. of which I find oh, I couldn't do that. I couldn't do go and talk to the family members or try and get mm. our family because we can just go see you later. Not mm. being heartless, but we don't. We, yeah. we do as much as we can at the time, but we're yep. often off scene before these guys are. Yeah. Okay. Yep. At you, Linda, what's the most challenging part? Shift work um, is challenging for oh, both of work. you. That's yeah. that as an ex-shift worker. <laughs> I, don't, I think shift work's hard. Is this shift works? Shift work? Oh, you said I think shift work's hard. <laughs> Shift works hard. Why is she talking about twerks? They're like, oh, where am I? Am I back <laughs> here now? <laughs> yeah, shift working. Yeah, yeah that's my that? terrible enunciation. No, I think shift work is hard. Yes. That for both of you, that would be one challenge. But is there something else? But I've just recently gone part time just because of shift work. Because of yeah. night shifts, I just <clears throat> mm. oh, it's changed. The service has changed. Mm-hmm. I've probably got to be careful how I say it, but. Mm. It feels more, we turn up to work and I get there half an hour early just to make sure everything's checked before we start. Yep. And it's constant. So you, yeah, got you. If yep. you're in a truck, and I was working at the chopper not so long ago, and mm. even out there could be, because you'd end up doing jobs on road because they need someone, you're the closest unit. So the pilot crew and doctor would sleep and you'd be out doing job after job mm. and then you'd have to go out. Mm. on the chopper if you did. But, yeah, now it's constant. So, so it's just relentless. It's just relentless mm. and that's not to say people are obviously needing the service. Yeah. It's just it, it feels like we're more comfortable with a production line of just pick them up, drive them to Whereas in the past it used to be a bit of downtime, you'd do some training, you'd yep. interact with your colleagues, you'd have a bit of fun, whereas now mm. it's like... And do you like, think there's more happening or are people just time. happier to pick up and call Triple O now or more comfortable... Um, to call triple O now. That's always, it's literally, I don't know the data. Because even when you call to book an appointment at the UGP, they'll say, if this is an emergency, hang up and dial yeah, triple O. Like yeah. you get that message constantly. Yeah. We've always had people that have utilised ambulance services. Like a taxi. <laughs> Do you think it's at the, like the pressure on the I hospitals as well? I didn't say that. Well? Just... <laughs> no, no, I did, but because it's true. 
It is true. Do you think that yeah. with the pressure on the hospital system, does that kind of then flow onto you guys as well? Yeah, so the hospital system, when they become overwhelmed, they've changed the terminology recently, but it, we do this thing called ramping. So you remain yeah, yeah. in the hospital with the patient and continue yeah. caring for the patient. Yeah. So that actually means that there's less resources available yeah. on the road. It's tough, isn't it? Mm. Yeah, which I must admit, early on when we first started doing it, Morally, I had a huge objection to that, particularly on a night shift where we're busy, like the yeah. crews, you hear the crews yeah. going out Somebody's to jobs waiting. and we're stuck at hospital. Life and death. Yeah. yeah. Mm. But at some point in time to, to avoid the frustration for yourself, because if it's not part of my values, but I can't control it, yeah. almost accept it's not your this is what it up. is. Yeah. I have mm. to accept that this is what it is. And you can see... So paramedics started to take books and read a book and because they're stuck there for hours. And it's mm. not the, – the issue isn't as huge now, but it's still around. Yeah. And, yeah, I, I think you yeah, learn to wow. adapt, but it still doesn't sit well with your values. Yeah. It's not – like yeah. that's a really hard and thing. I think, yeah, I, I agree. It's out yeah. of my hands. And, and Correct. A lot of careers change when what you're doing mm, yeah. isn't in line with your values mm. and what's important to you anymore. And I think that happened a lot with COVID. Like I yeah. look at a lot of nurses and colleagues that have started looking at other careers and different things and thinking, what am I doing? Healthcare is tough. Yeah. <laughs> so is there anything, Kirsty, in particular that you love about what you do? Is there, do you have pride in what you do, like in your role? Is there anything specific that you love? I guess I just, there's nothing specific that I love. I've had some great opportunities. I went, I did an exchange to Canada. That'd probably be the highlight of that my job. That's amazing. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. So that was good time over Where there. Where were you in, in Canada? In Whistler. Yeah. <laughs> so I did 80 days of snowboarding and yeah, it was pretty yeah, awesome. So cool. And just, yeah, I guess the camaraderie and, but, yeah, it's a multifaceted job. So I don't, every day you go there and you're not sure what you're going to turn up so, to. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, we could be, and there's no rhyme or reason for being busy or being quiet. Um, so you can never pick it. But yeah. I suppose I enjoy that about the job and I enjoy yeah. the flexibility and the time off. As we keep talking about our time off, we've <laughs> yeah. both had yeah. a significant amount of time off this year. We've both yeah. well, got enough it. leave up yeah. and all it. of that. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. And how about you, Linda? Well, there's lots of things. I think. I feel like I'm at the other end of my career, though. Mm, Going yeah. into this, I, I think it was so much fun. Like it, it was a, it's a hard job at times, but that's not all the time. Like I think people have this yeah. idea that it's all trauma. Mm. And it's not always. It's not always that. Mm. Yeah, so I think of the amazing places I've been and, mm. yeah, the, the, I think the – I'd have to say the happy collar. That's the helicopter. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I was wondering. Did I say happy copper? Yeah. So, that's okay. That's okay. You mix happy, our words yeah. up all the time. I'm You're in good company. <laughs> She's twerking. Oh, I, <laughs> I probably didn't need to correct myself. You no. Exactly I know. We just flow on sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> it's like getting Is, a text from me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's yeah. wild shit. Yeah. It, I think working with that team is awesome because they're all experts in their field. They're all, you're working with the pilots, the crew, the doctors, and yeah. you're working as yeah. this tight team. Mm. You train together, you do winches, winch training together, which is so much fun. Mm. And yeah, I think you get to do these amazing things and go to amazing places. Oh, and yeah. and yep. sometimes things happen to the aircraft, so you might be stuck there for six hours or yeah. overnight yeah. in a random location. And mm -hmm. I just think cool. as an adventure, that is just amazing. And there was often, is, often yeah. times I'd have to stop and say, at two o'clock in the morning, I'd like to be in bed yeah. Yeah. and just pinch yourself. And I think it was New Year's Eve once and we landed on Royal Kids in Brisbane and there's oh, fire, man. not fireworks, but you can just see all the bright lights. And yeah, yeah there was, like this is amazing. Yeah, yeah. what am I doing? Yeah, I want to be yeah. in bed at two o'clock, but, but this, this, is cool. this is a pretty yeah. cool second. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I was just thinking quite often when Mel and I, or there's something going on or there's stress or whatnot, I think to myself, oh, come on. Not rocket science, yeah. not brain surgery, you're not saving lives, but you two literally are saving lives. That's the difference. That's why you are so extraordinary. Mm. You don't think you are, which is why I had so much pushback from these two, Trish. Oh, the texts, so the text messages going backwards and forwards between myself did and these two. Did you bully them into this, Linda? Yes, I bullied them into well, it. Did no, did not. It's no, so see? interesting. I know. Linda and I had our own text message thing <laughs> going on. And I can I'm, just imagine. We're like, can you what? screenshot that and send it to me? 
Put it on our socials. Put it on our socials. Yeah. What yeah. the fuck do they think we're going to talk about? Yeah. Well, what the fuck I found they everything we do. you said yeah. so interesting. So there you go. Oh, I think we said I'm not even interested in what I have to say. Oh, God. <laughs> I think that myself half the time. Why am I doing a podcast when I just the shit that comes out of my mouth? I can't even, haven't even mastered the English uh, language yeah, yet. Yeah, me neither. So we have come to the end of our chat and so it's now time for our wrap-up question. So I'm going to ask you first, Linda, if you could go back in time, what advice would the 50-ish Linda tell her 20-ish self? Um, oh, I'd say it's going to be much more adventurous than you expect and maybe just enjoy it a bit more. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Enjoy the ride, you mean? Enjoy, yeah. or enjoy the moment? I oh. think so many things I've done, whether it was paddling with outrigging and all of those things, you put so much pressure on yourself to get everything right and perfect and yeah. you're training hard. It just you're takes never, some You're never time. doing it enough. You're never good enough. Yeah. You're never this, yeah. you're never that. Mm-hmm. Just, it's going to be better when, if only I could do this. Yeah. Yep. And then yep. you look back and go, hang Gosh, on. That was absolutely bloody amazing. Yeah. 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 Why didn't I just stop and take and the pressure just, off and just enjoy it? And just enjoy it. Yeah. Because yeah. it's going to be fine. Oh, and yeah, I yeah. think in, in so many ways, so much of our lives are built around competition. Yeah. But a lot of even yeah. careers sometimes are a little bit competitive. Yeah. And yeah. I just think it's so, we're yeah. so un- unnecessary. unnecessary. And yeah. not even, if it's not competition, it's pushing yourself to be to perfect, be better or, than you are. Yeah. yeah. Or that fear of not being good enough or, mm. yeah. Mm. And I think so often we just enjoy it because yeah. it's so much fun to be had. Yeah. I can say that to myself now. Now. Well, that's a thing. <laughs> that might be the better hindsight. But then next week we'll be doing it again. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And what about yeah. you? Not all the time, but I think the difference is we catch ourselves now. Yeah. Yeah. A little bit. What about you, 40 ish Yeah, probably pretty similar as it, if it comes to I like underachieving. It's okay to underachieve. <laughs> And yeah. I'm doing that right now. I'm well, not doing a lot. Another thing, that. one person's underachieving is, is somebody else's No, but achieving. I really am. So oh, let's just 50. say, how many exercises have you exercised no. in the last week? Uh, doesn't that's not yeah it does to me because mine's like one. No, so I'm doing. I'm not really. Yeah. Anyway, the one thing I'd probably say yeah. is. Can I just in say, life, yeah. stop beating yourself up. Okay. You're behind enemy lines in your own head. <laughs> it's all bullshit. And don't speak to my friend like that. Okay. That's you. Okay. That's what I'm talking about. You're to- talking to you. Okay. Point taken. Yeah. Yeah. Just thought I had to clarify in case I sounded crazy. Trust your gut. I'd say to myself, for 20-year-old self, to trust your gut because, I don't know, you don't probably don't know yourself that well at, at yeah. that mm. age and you're not happy to trust your gut because you don't know if it's right, but you, you, yeah. your gut's always right. As we've Listen, learned recently, that could be something to do with your soul. Yes. Mm. Anyway, Boy, haven't we been into podcast. some faraway yeah. lands, Trish? Yeah. yeah. We've been into Woo-woo some faraway lands. Not your woo lands just recently. Your soul is your pilot, is it that sort of thing? Yeah. Mm. yeah. Good stuff. That's it from us today. Don't forget to stay in touch. Follow us on Instagram at don't give a 50 or email us at hello at don't give a 50.com.au. And if you have a suggestion for a topic you'd like us to discuss, go to our website, don't give a 50.com.au. And while you're there, sign up to be part of our 50 ish tribe. Remember, awesome 50 ishers, life is for living. Don't give a 50 because we're all 50 and awesome, regardless of age. And living and aging is an absolute privilege. And just being awesome is our right, or extraordinary like you two are. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you so much, Thank ladies. You so we much, know girls. you're not Thank in you. your comfort zone and we yeah. really appreciate it. There you, you go. Know, We've you put you out amazing. of your comfort zone. Come to work with us. Yes. I'll do a day shift. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well... 
HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.